Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. But Romantic Warrior, he's well clear in the Hong Kong Cup. He's three lengths over Money Catcher, Denon the Kid. He is the perfect racehorse, Romantic Warrior. And he's now a Hong Kong Cup winner. Romantic Warrior by five for James McDonald. Bella Nipatina takes the lead. Kicks clear, two lengths, Rothfire. And best of Bordeaux streaking away. Bella Nipatina and boy, doesn't she deserve this? Bella Nipatina four lengths. And Zaki joined by Animo, who looks destiny in the face. At the 150, Animo takes the lead from Zaki. Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck. But it's Animo clear. G'day punters and welcome to another Racing Previews podcast. It's Guineas weekend. We've got the Australian Guineas at Flemington and the Randwick Guineas obviously at Randwick. Very exciting times. I didn't think I'd be having as many bets as I am, but I opened up the race book and I've found plenty. Will Alford, Nick McWalter, I'm hoping you're the same. Yeah, well, it's Flemington, so there's bets everywhere. It's, it's the best track in the world and it's Guineas day, so... You sound, you sound real chuffed. Yeah, I'm. It's it's exciting. <laughs> Flemings is on. I'm gonna be there on Saturday, so Let's I'll go. see the punters if they're there if they want to say hi. So full credit to yeah. you, Bob. Thanks, mate. Nico, how are you, mate? Praying. Oscar. <laughs> Another week with some pending absolute fill-ups. So <laughs> praying to the gods above that a little bit of luck falls my way with some with some overs. All right. So Nico has. We're not just going to do just form. We've thought, and we've got a bit of a feedback saying we need to break the podcast up a little bit and do a few segments. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to do a little new segment. Will has got some stats because he's the stats man. And then Nick, uh, I think he's going to do a full credit or a bake every week. So my, to to start us off, (laughs) to start us off, my new story is just around the All-Star Mile. The top 10 got announced the other day, votes were a little bit down, but Alligator Blood, I wish I win. I'm Thunderstruck, uh, Mr. Brightside. Nugget, the inevitable, Tuvalu, Jack and O'Keats, and Gentleman Roy all made the top 10. Um, so those are the horses that are definitely in via fan vote. The way it's going to work now is if any of those horses don't accept um, Racing Victoria, put out a, uh, an emergencies list. I think Fangirl is the top of that list. Not sure if she's going to come, but then you've got horses like Cascadian, Cheezer, Balto, who fill those. And then there's also five wild cards. So... 
The blaming stakes will be an automatic entry race this week. If a horse who's already voted in wins that race, then RV get another wild card. So it's going to be very interesting developments over the next couple of days. Uh, I reckon they might announce one tomorrow. They might announce a few more after Sunday, um, after Saturday's racing. So yeah, watch out. There could be horses from Australia. There could be horses from abroad. It could be any horse. That's the point of the wild card, and it's very exciting. Well, Alfred, you're up next. Um, yeah, well, I've got some stats because that's what I've been told to do. Um, you can sound happy about it, mate. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Gay Waterhouse since February 18th, so last fortnight or so, uh, 13 from 33 at 39% strike rate and 44% profit on turnover. Um, I love Gay Waterhouse because she sends her horses forward. That's all you need to do in horse racing. Don't overthink it. Just go straight to the front. Um, so she's just about my favorite trainer, and, and she's flying at the moment, and um, we'll talk about that later when I'm having a bet. And the other and the jockey that um, is also like unbelievably hot is Ethan Brown, who since January 1st, so the start of the year, is 28 from 98 at 28.6% strike rate and 56.8% profit on turnover. So if you back... If you backed um, Ethan Brown like proportional staking since the start of the year, like it's just an absolute fill up. So, isn't he going to win? Uh, how much go. is he going to win tonight again? It's like thirty k, thirty k, thirty thousand big ones straight. In the Good bank. on him. He's just about the best jockey in Australia at the moment. Like, like dead set. Like that's not even an exaggeration. He's riding like unbelievably good. One thing they both have in common: Gay Waterhouse, and Adrian Bott, and Ethan Brown. Most of their winners come from the front, as Bot said. So it's it's not that complicated. <laughs> it's not exactly right. Oh, just ask I'm thunderstruck whether he wants to try from one one or last. <laughs> but mate, he ran thirty three flat last six hundred meters. Doesn't matter where he is. He could be last. Or he could be. He can run whatever sectionals he wants to run. But if he's not going to run past them, it's fucking irrelevant. <laughs> he's turned yeah. into a non-winner. That's the narrative. No, oh, just put him over sixteen hundred meters at two thousand and run the race. Like not stupidly slow and he'll be fine. Yeah. See okay. if he can jump. <laughs> Nico, yeah, I don't man. know if you've got a rant or a full credit, but tell us. Uh, thought I'd save the bake this week. Uh, <laughs> nothing really jumped off the page. A week's a long time in racing, so I've qu- quite kind of cooled down. Um, but yeah, my full credit goes out to. It's probably a bit biased. Everyone's probably going to go, "Oh, you're sticking up for your fucking mates." But blah, blah. full credit to Dicko, Tice, Adrian, all the mailbag and owners in Keats. Um, what they have done to get him into the All Star Mile is nothing short of outstanding. They went above and beyond um, in hope, and I've. You could probably ask them truthfully. They probably thought they they wouldn't have been able to generate enough of a enough traction to get him in. But against all odds, which is a bit of the theme of this horse's career, he was down and out. Um, it's been a, a massive effort to get him in the race. And look, he might not win it, but he's gonna he's gonna add some serious spice into the race. I think he's definitely a chance to, to run into a place. We know this horse's uh, his love for the valley is probably as good as any other track that he's ever raced at. He raced huge. Both starts his preparation. He was. He looked the winner at the 300, like we said last week, and it took a, a horse who'd come back from WA racing in proper races and a Melbourne Cup winner who is obviously come back bigger and better this preparation to to run him down, and they're two proper, proper horses. So full credit to the boys, and I can't wait to be there all-star mile day, win, lose, or draw. But, yeah, that's, uh, that's my full credit. 
Now Control it's just up to Ben to, to get a, a hot, hot rail so he can... <laughs> yeah. On the travelator. Phone Marty, phone a friend. Full yeah. credit to Keats as well. Like, If he hadn't have run the races he's run this preparation, then he probably wouldn't have track, attracted the votes because not all those votes can come straight from marketing campaigns. There's got to be... The horses have to be running well, so that's what he's done. Right. Even my mum voted. Oh, huge. Huge. Yeah. Mother Alfred. <laughs> All right, let's crack into the racing now. Two guineas. Um, what do we sort of think of that? I know there's been a lot of uproar around it, but I sort of think we get the, the best Victorian three-year-old and the best Randwick three-year-old. We don't get to see them both, but we get to back them both. So I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm joking. It's not great. Flemington. It's not great, but still. Um, I can see both sides. I don't mind it, but I I would like the Australian Guineas to be on today or this Saturday and then the Rarama Guineas to be on in a couple of weeks time mm. surely Racing New South Wales could jig their schedule a little bit because they could go mile into a mile in a few weeks and then they can either push on to other races or the 2000 metre Rose Hill Guineas after that so surely well unfortunately it's probably just too hard because Racing New South Wales Anyone that tries to suggest anything, they don't want to talk. And, yeah, they'll probably sue you if you say anything bad. So. I will say, it is not as easy as everyone kind of thinks just to rejig a, a program once something is set. But, yeah, it, it's a bit of an annoying one that we don't get to see the best versus the best. But, anyway, let's crack into Flanton. Rail is out two metres. How do we think that'll play? It'll probably be fair. Don't know what the wind's doing, but Flanton, dry day, good track. No excuses. Um, the only thing I sort of thought I, I was looking at the data, and when the rails in one uh, in the uh, between the one and the two uh, meters out, um, in the circle races, there's actually um, drawing one to three can be a negative, and um, and lane lane one could act, can actually be a negative. So I think they might get off the fence um, a little bit potentially. I don't know. That's that's just off some vagueish data, but. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they got off the fence, to be honest. Yeah. But it, no. it's Flemington, it'll play fair. Fair enough. All right, we're going to go straight to race two. We don't know a whole lot about the two-year-olds, but there has been a few of them don't trying care. really well. But we'll go to what a we lady, know best. A lady is there. That's in, uh, Alation's brother. That's the only thing I'll oh, be Yeah, that's favourite, and it's jumped out like My a rocket. Sister, but we'll see. It it's $2.40 favourite. Race two is over 2,500 metres. Uh, it's an open handicap. Uh, so unusual is the two dollar seventy favorite from Timor Midnight Blue Youth Spirit. I think this OTI horse. I'm just going to say it straight. I think this could be one of the better bets of the day. Um, this horse is now fourth up. He ran huge last start. Uh, if you subscribe to the RNS podcast, the Racing and Sports podcast, uh, he was given the what do you call it? What's the award? The bad ride. Oh. Uh, there's two of them. There's the there's the the, the Morikawa is the good one. And the, um... Oh, I've gone. Blank. Anyway, the the bad one. He was he yeah. was given too much to do. <laughs> he was given that. He was pretty much slaughtered. Um, taken back to last. Um, it was probably by instruction, and that's just Waller being Waller, wide barrier, taken back to last. Now he draws barrier two, gets Jamie Carr, and will go forward, fourth up, up to twenty five hundred meters. So this is definitely his go. I thought his last start was excellent. He ran home the fastest 12,800, 600, and 400 meter of the race. Uh, it was a slow tempo, but he came home nearly six lengths above class average. I've got no knocks in the favorite, so unusual, but he rises in class. 
Youth Spirit was a little bit weak last start at 1,900 meters. I hate that backing a horse that's stepping up in trip. So I think Timor is a really, really good bet um, around the $3.40 mark, and I think he could start shorter. Yeah, I agree. I, I thought um, I thought it was a racing two, and um, and those two don't, don't include the favorite. I, I hate the favorite. I thought the favorite should be closer to eight dollars and, and inside two to one. So, um, yeah, like I said before, Gay Waterhouse is airborne. Um, since February eighteen, she's running at a forty four percent profit on turnover, and and at Flemington, she's twenty from one hundred and seventy one. At a seventeen point three percent profit on turnover, so she, like the that's just a, a line for her. She's um, and and then you got Youth Spirit, who's who's finally out to a mile and a half, where his best European figures are, and and he, and he's third up here. His peak figure is um one hundred and two point two, when winning the Group Three uh, uh UK Derby lead up, and then he he backed it up again when beaten less than two lengths behind your beer in the Great uh, Voltature. And Yibi is like a genuine Group One horse in 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 Europe, so that, that's genuine form. Um, yeah, I'd be surprised if they don't push to try and lead. And um, yeah, I thought it was a, a pretty good bet. Like he, he's been relatively unsuited. I think he just needs twenty twenty four hundred plus. Like this is twenty five hundred meters, and the and the and the the race he ran a his his peak in was twenty five hundred meters. So. Um, yeah, and then Timor's the 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 other one. He was clearly unsuited in the fast school race, um, with some pretty pretty nice sectionals there. Um, decent European figures, so I think he'll definitely measure up to um, to this. Um, and the market says that. So um, yeah, I, I expect sharp improvement. Um, and he probably settled he settled closer from two. I think at four dollars he's a bet for me, but um, I've got him three six and he's three sixty now, so um, I couldn't bet. And yeah, I hate so unusual. I just don't think he's much good, and he's been winning, but winning much worse races than this. So yeah, that's that's how I sort of saw it. We're absolutely putting the pen through a horse who's won like his last four starts, but that's just the way. Yeah, he's he keeps been. progressing, he's but he's, was he like fifth, sixth up now? I just yeah. don't think it's he's got to come to an progression. end. Eventually. It's got to yeah. come to an end eventually. All right, let's go on to race three. It is the Calm Trophy over a thousand meters. Kalos returns three dollars fifty from on the lead, flying four twenty. Easy single five fifty. Mamaragan five fifty. And Oxy Road. He's been in the wilderness. He's twelve dollars. Uh, Nico, I'll go first because you're busy watching Packenham, but I know you're keen on this <laughs> race as well. Um, the horse that we're backing is number two, Kalos for Godolphin for Jamie Carr. This horse resumes gelded. Um, if you go back and watch his most recent trial, it was outstanding. It was the fastest heat of the morning. Uh, I love that he's already a winner down the straight. He run. He won the Danehill Stakes with Freddie Kersley. I know that's, that's probably going back a while now, but I really think he might have come back a better horse his preparation. Um, barrier 2, Jamie Carr can send him forward. The only query might be a really rock-hard track. Some of his better form has been on soft tracks, but... We've got a stat off Dean Watling. He says, uh, horses resuming gelded, 26% winning strike rate and a 30% profit on turnover. So that's absolutely huge. And I, I think he can be winning. I think the price is, I think it'll probably hold around what it is, but happy to bet there. Uh, yeah. Um, I liked uh, Mama Reagan here. Um, won the Skyline Stakes on debut. Uh, which is a hot two-year-old race, and was third in the slipper at second ever start. He he was in the wilderness um, with an average trainer for the best part of two years or something like that, and then, and then he was transferred to Nick Ryan just recently. Um, 
shown glimpses of his best last two runs, and I think he, he's getting it somewhere back near that. Um, the pack of them things just won Nico's. <laughs> Bang! <laughs> Bang! Marble Arch has got up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sick. I, I was looking at $4 for that thing on, on, what was it, Tuesday afternoon. Um, anyway, so I've missed it. doesn't matter. Um, yeah, so I'm back in Mama Reagan. Um, I, think, I think the price will get out. Um, and then I think he'll be able to have a bet there. Um, McDougal, since February 1st, is 13 from 88 at 14.8% strike rate and 10.6% profit on turnover. So McDougal's hot. He loses Blake Shin, which is an obvious negative, but um, Blake shoot, uh, McDougal's riding well. He's a jockey with confidence. And the other horse I'm happy to be with as well is Easy Single, who's uh, who was first up at the track and trip last prep and ran a, a very solid number. Um, and that has him right amongst this. So I'm happy to back both at about, I think, I think Mama Regan will drift. And he's also accepted on Sunday. So watch this space. But I think he'll drift. And um, I think Easy Single might firm a little bit. So I'll probably bet soonish. I think. This horse has come out of nowhere, Easy Single. Like, he's, yeah. he was like running in the 975s at Miljora or whatever. And running in the 955s at the Valley. And then he really elevated. Um, with yeah, good rating at Flemington, and then he went over to Sydney and won a race there. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's definitely a good horse. he's definitely on the right trajectory. And Nico, the trial was nice too. Nico, have you come back off the high yet? You got oh, to the winner here. Full credit to me actually for backing <laughs> a winner at Packham. There's a little note in that for you, bot. I, I store I was staring at three eighty two during the week, and I sort of ummed and ahed. And by the time I decided I was going to bet. I'd missed it because the fields were already out and it opened like, I don't know, three dollars betting. Just any price a winner. Sometimes don't worry about the fucking spreadsheet. Just, just bet. Oh, you just get duly rewarded and just set up for the weekend now. Sweet. Oh. On top of what I already was. <laughs> the trumpet is unbelievable tonight from you, Nico. Oh <laughs> just wait until the punters hear about some ending. of the pending fill ups this weekend. Just trumpet. a little bit of luck. Just one one step right, of a bit. Get back five. on track. Get back on track. Race three, you're with me, I believe. Yeah, probably going to back Kalos, to be honest, um, for all the reasons I think you've already outlined. I wasn't really listening. I was just trying to <laughs> get in the zone. But I'm tipping you mentioned um, about the gelding. Get yes. open geldings. Yeah. yeah, that's all you need to know, punters. Just bet. Sweet. It's one down the straight. Massive tick for him. Yeah, it'll be right. That's as simple as that. All right, let's move on to race five. We're going to skip one. We're going to go to the 1,600-meter benchmark uh, 84. Um, what's favorite here? Kettle Hill is the $3.50 favorite from Munamek, who's been up since the ancient times, 460. Hyman Shelby's 550 Sparkle, $6.00. Queen Air, 950 Worthily, $10.00. And then you've got another uh, Osbard stock horse out to $26.00. Uh, that's skipping a few there, but they've got three in the race. But I believe you're with one of them. Yeah, um, this is just about my best bet of the day, I think. Um, Kettle Hill, um, I think, is a very good bet. Nico's shaking his head at me, so he disagrees. He must be with Munamek, but um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, Kettle, Kettle Hill was too far back on Australian debut and, and reeled off some nice sectionals, and, and then the same thing happened second up. And he pulled up with a slow recovery there. Third up, he was three wide on a day where you couldn't win um, if you weren't rails in run. So it was a distinct disadvantage to be three wide that day. And then fourth up, he, fourth up, he got he never got a crack at him. So I think he's just a, a horse that's just 
look, he's 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 either just no good and, and he's had just excuses, or I think he's going to spike here and and get back to his European European ratings. And like the thing with Marinusis is that they're so good at getting horses back to their their, their very best. Um, and yeah, he's got really strong SPs relative to this field. And yeah, Munamek ninth up, like he's. As Nico will touch on in a second, he's the RSPCA banner horse. Um, and he needs to, I think, um, in my opinion, he, he needs to run a, a peak here to beat um, the number I think Kettle Hill will run. And that won't be happening ninth, ninth up, I think he is. And I'm a Shelby is the main danger, but I think he will be likely pestered by Rambler Rebel. So I'm happy to be uh, with Kettle Hill. I really like the map, just sit behind the leaders um, or thereabouts. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think he will be very, very hard to beat here. I thought it was a 280 chance. I think he can get $4. I, th- I think he might even continue to drift. So he might even get 450 on the day and I've got him $2.80. So I think that's a pretty good bet to, for me. This yeah, horse has me per- perplexed. I'm not sure what to do with it. Nick? Yeah, well, don't back it because it's a fucking cat. <laughs> yeah. Well, that could be the problem. Well, there's no... I, know. I love horses I don't, with no ticker. I don't think I know. He doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a heart, Will. No ticker? You'll get $5, and you should. Yeah. yeah. What are they going to back Munamek? Are you going to be launching into him, Munamek? They're probably back, they've backed him every other start, so they probably yeah. will. Yeah. The Oliver's in the race is Queen Air. She shouldn't be $10. I would disagree with that. Yeah, well, she'll beat Munamek, home. Huh? And <laughs> she'll beat Kettle Hill. Kettle Hill's a bit of a, bit of a puff. <laughs> he's a, no, not a not a bit. He's a massive puff. Come on, Stop man. It. You can't, you can't, you can't be saying that. He so doesn't try. He doesn't try. I'm telling you. Yeah, back I was, in, I've know, been a bit disappointed with him, but I think getting back to Flemington, getting back on his Melbourne leg, is a positive, and he could get a good run. But no, he's not a bet for me. But he's no, he's no, he, he doesn't try. <laughs> He sucked right. everyone in with his first up run, and he has not delivered shit since. Yeah, but the, the thing is, he was off 444 days there. So I think some, when horses are off that long, they need it and a couple run, runs to to get the rust off. And I think he's, what is he, fourth or fifth up here? Um, sorry, hold on. Punners? Well, he hasn't, he, he hasn't clicked for James McDonald. I highly doubt he's going to click for he's, James McDonald. He's, he's fifth up. Um, it's D-Day. Yeah, he's fifth up now of 440 days. I think that's a the right time to be betting. And he's off 28 days. And Kieran Dave Oosters, when they're off 28 days, they're just about their best. So, um, yeah. And, and, and you can't say James McDonald because he's slaughtered him both times he's ride, rode him. Oh, like, give what? me a spell. Don't, don't tell me last start when you rode him. That was a complete and utter slaughter. Here we go. Turn <laughs> what you, what's the excuses when he has a PR on Saturday and gives you nothing? I don't care because I won't back him again because he'll probably go back to Sydney so that's not my problem well, I should probably Bot be on the first flight out Bot's been hanging out with Dicko too much saying Oosters oh, Oosters did you know he's on the racing previous podcast not on SEN or what <laughs> says no. you with the SEN you, you quote SEN every day yeah because well, no one else you, you and Dino Watling you and Dean Watling what, what did Dean Watling have for breakfast this morning to you, Nico. I don't know <laughs> I had a coffee for breakfast. I don't know what Dana did. I didn't have enough time to give him a buzz this morning. But... Oh. All right, let's move on to race six. It is the English sprint over 1,200 metres. One of the great morals came in this race last year, overpass. Uh, we all feel oh, like fuck, I remember that. I launched that. That was absolutely great. It doesn't look 
immoral in this race because that's six dollars fifty the field from Opal Ridge, uh, Benedetta eight dollars, Paris Dior eight fifty, Nanagai ten dollars, uh, Sathira ten dollars, Insurrection twelve dollars, Brutonel thirteen, Running by fourteen, and Sevignac sixteen dollars number three, and that's who I'm just going to have a little spec on. Um, I just think it's probably the wrong price. He draws the right right side of the straight I think he can swoop down the outside his first up run behind Remark was really good and then last up was obviously just a non-event go back and watch a punters uh, luckless he was balked at the gates and then uh, he got back into a hopeless position he actually ran the fastest last 200 meters of the race and I think the jockey booking actually could be a positive going from um, Oli to D there you go Nico I know you might not like that but happy to spec around the $16 mark Sevignac Back as a gelding, this prep. You couldn't back Mick there with any confidence, so good luck to you. <laughs> no one else betting that race? No, I am. Go on. Um, I'm backing Paris Dior. I think um, she was knocked about last start, uh, last prep, when she was 14 back to 1,100, and um, she finished off in the third fastest last 600 of the meeting. Um the obvious query is the inside barrier, but I thought she's trialled pretty well. And um, I don't know if she's able to settle a bit more forward. And yeah, I was like nine dollars. I thought that was a pretty big price for her. I thought she would have been equal favourite to um, Opal Ridge. Um, yeah, I thought yeah, that's a, a big enough price to bet. I thought. Sweet, two bets for you there, punters. Oh, mm. the feature race of the day is the Australian Guineas. Uh, 1,600 metres set weights for the three-year-olds. Um, let's go to a quick map first. I didn't think there was a whole lot of speed. You obviously got horses like Colymans um, and Maximilius who will go forward. I don't think the Fortune Teller, uh, sorry, more so Elkington Road won't be too far away. Elliptical will want to jump well from two. Mm. And you've probably got Jackano and Legato. They probably have to go back with attrition. What do we think? I think Jackano will end up being about four pairs back, three-wide line. Which isn't well, too bad. Well, if he is, um, he's immoral. Yeah, I think Alkington... Because, well, if you think about it, Laced Up Heels is going to be back. Muramasa is going to be back. Bank Moore is going to be back. Virtuous Circle is going to be back. Um, Waukesha is probably going to follow Legato across from the draw, and that'll probably end up outside her. And, yeah, like I don't think... The, the map's a query, but I don't think it's that complicated for him. D-Lane's good enough to find a, a position midfield three wide with cover um, uh, I think there's two chances in this race I think one of them's elliptical and the other I've backed Jack and I already I couldn't I, I think this race is just so simple like if Jack and I if, if, the, if, the, if the race if the race like they run the race at an even pace Jack and I will just win um, like he's just better than these and he'll run to a, a rating these cannot run to but if he's snicked and they, they walk and he's finishing off in like 32-8 um, last 600 metres, then, then that's how they beat him. But um, with a decent ride and and like a half... Like there's, there's no leader here, that's the issue. But um, like with any sort of pace on, and it's a group one... Surely something goes it, forward. Yeah, surely something like makes it an, like a, a half a test. Um, anyway, yeah, he's a half to inference who was... Who, oh, I think he ran... He was placed in a derby twice um, in the VRC and AJC derby, I think. So, um, and he won the the Rose Hill Guineas. Like he's he's there's no no issue with the the the, the mile. I don't think. If anything, I think he's gonna just love it. 
Um, the only I think he's a high pressure horse, and he and he's he's beaten weight for age. Um, he's, he's out sprinted weight for age horses um, in unsuitable um, circumstances for him. And the start I've got is uh, D Lane and, and Price and Kent at Flemington Strike at thirty two percent strike rate at a thirty six. Uh, where's this thirty six point five four percent profit on turnover um, since. I think it was the the first. Uh, I can't remember when it was from, but it's a decent sample size. So, um, yeah, like I, it's, it's, I, I took three dollars, and that that's a fair price. I've got him two dollars twenty, so I think he'll get back out. So like two sixty mm. is a fair price, and you can have a bet. But right now, when he's two dollars twenty, probably not. But when yeah, he gets out, I reckon out, he then, will get back out. But yeah, I think they'll, they'll start to spec some other things. But yeah, I am with him. I didn't get $3, but I got $2.80. I'm pretty happy with that price. As Bot said, I think the only way they beat him is if they really walk and he gets back into a hopeless, awkward position. That's the way they almost beat him first up when they just walked and he had to produce some whitening sectionals to get over the top. But hopefully Group 1 pressure brings about the best horse, which is him. Um, No queries at the mile whatsoever. He's been the strongest late pretty much in most of his starts. Um, on three occasions he's ran his last um, sorry on, yeah three occasions yeah he's run his last 610 above um, those being the Everest and then the, the the Manfred and also the CF4 and then in the Golden Rose he was 8, 8.4 above for his last 600 so he's got a monster finish on him he's got a massive engine and I think he'll win I, I'm not going to label him a moral because there is a situation where he probably doesn't get these circumstances, but I'm definitely with him. And I've also had a bet on attrition, owned by Brett Norton. Um, he's been a bit of a nervous wreck waiting for this horse, waiting if it's going to get a start in the field. But he does sneak inside there, and he gets Jamie Carter ride. So, look, this horse has an abundance of talent. He's probably still a little bit raw, still a bit new. Not sure if he's ready yet to be able to win a Guineas, but, gee, it would be absolute scenes if he could do it. He's he's like literally pinstripe two point like from last year. Um, and and for the the punters out there, um, Legado, um, she's been up for about as long as Munamek, and um, she needs to run a new career peak to win this, I think. So, um, that's just New Zealand numbers. If you wanted to, if you wanted, I guess a guide in lining the two up. Yes, she she won by five and was running away from him in the in the guineas there, but um. Yeah, she's been up since September, so I'd be surprised if she runs a new peak and, and wins this, to be honest. Yeah, I was against. Mm. Nico, you got anything to add? Oh, I'm with Jack. Um, yeah, it's pretty easy for Frosty, I think, as long as he's not, as long as he doesn't slaughter him, he'll win. <laughs> Beat the older horses. Pretty yeah. simple. Simple. Like he, you could get him as you could get. He's an even money chance, I reckon. Hmm. Yeah, he's gonna win, he, he wins this race fifty percent of the time. Yeah, I'll probably agree with that. All right, let's go to Blamey Stakes Race Eight. Blamey Stakes Group Two, sixteen hundred meters, and as I mentioned off the top, it is a win and you're in race to the All Star Mile. Gentleman yeah. Roy is three dollar favorite. He snuck into tenth place in the voting, so he doesn't need to win the race anymore. But I'm sure they'd still love to. Tuvalu four forty pounding seven fifty. He does need a win. Uncle Bryn does need a win. Eight dollars. He's a shock and nine. Uh, Banker's Choice eighteens and longer the rest. Yeah, I, this is um, this is like if I was going to have a, a value bet of the day, it'd be Uncle Bryn. 
I think his his form over a mile is um, just about as good as um, just as anything Tuvalu or General Monroy's ever raced uh, ever done. Like obviously General Monroy ran to a new peak, but I thought he was half blessed to do that last start in the um. It was like it was handed pretty much handed to handed to him. Um, and Tuvalu's got that one big rating in the um in the what's it called the the mile the champion mile or whatever it's called. Champions mile um, to Iraq. Yeah, and he gets a blinkers um off here, but um yeah, they just they're not sort of value at the price. Gentleman Roy is really screwed down. Um but yeah, Uncle Grin, um I thought like he, that that cramping cramping cup romp, um he won by two lengths there and it was an on pace day and he came off the speed and he just smashed him. If he runs that number, I think he's just about a, as good a chance as what Tuvalu is, if not better. Um, and and if if they carve Gentleman Roy up in the lead, when they've they've um, come off him a bit because he because he's been set for the All Star Mile because he's already in. Um, I think Uncle Bryn um, will have uh, a lot of intent to be to be winning this, so that so they can get into the All Star Mile, and 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 his best has him uh, right in this. So I've got him about five dollars seventy, and. Um, and gentlemen were four twenty and Tuvalu four eighty, so I I really don't think there's that much between them. Pounding um is has been up for even longer than Munamek, so he's he's even more RSPCA than a horse, and he's a shocker. Um, I couldn't have first up. Um, that I think that 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 rating in the in the, the champion two thousand meter race is just an outlier. I don't I don't think he'll ever do that again. Um, yeah, just to summarise it, basically I'm backing Uncle Bryn. I think he's a, a better chance than what the market is saying. I think he'll start a lot shorter than what he is. He gets Blake, Blake shit on from Barrier 7, so I was happy to be with it. Beautiful. I'm backing two horses. Uh, the first of those is number four, Gentleman Roy. I think we're going to get a better price than what's on offer right now. It's, it's $3, $3, so oh, he's shit. a little bit skinny. but Short as fuck. I think he'll drift and... I think he'll get out to the you know the 360 kind of mark, and I think he's a bet at that price. He's now third up. He's rock hard fit. He's absolutely in the zone. Um, he may as well have won two races this prep. He won uh, first up in the John Dillon, and then he was first past the post in the CF4. Um, you can argue each way if he should have got it taken off him or not, um, but Jack No did get him on protest. I think. Yeah, I think you can lead here from Barry 8. I think Mark Zara going on this horse has been a godsend. Um, he's just a really strong standover rider, and he gets him to respond under pressure, and we know how tough he is. I'm not worried about the little the little foot problem he had last week. I think that was just really minor. This is a tough horse, and he deserves to be favourite. Um, did he have a setback? He was meant to yeah. run last week. What did he have? Mm. A little foot. I think he just, it was a foot Little abscess. eagle with his foot abscess. I think it was a foot abscess. So I didn't know that. Yeah, that that is one thing to consider. If he if he has like synthetic hoof feel or, or the bar plates on, but no, they haven't. Oh, yeah. they haven't you don't want to see. You don't want to see that shit. You don't want to. You don't want to see it in the last ten minutes, like in Western Australia. Oh right? yeah, <laughs> ultimate roar. Yeah, that was a debacle, and it was one of my tips. But anyway, we've moved past that. Um, Tuvalu, I think he still could just be a little. Your bit tip soft. would have lost anyway, Ben. Um, <laughs> <laughs> second up. Um, in May last year, Tuvalu actually got beaten over the mile at Flemington by Ladon de V as a dollar ninety five favourite on a good three track. So this is when you have the gallstones and shit, though. You can't read too much into that. I know, but I still don't. I still don't think he has 
a margin on these horses like some people think and the market's priced him fairly he's he's around the four dollar 20 mark so i want to be taking him on and the other bet i wanted to have in the race is uncle Bryn. this horse has been one of mine ever since his big win at sale i backed him that day and he's been a bit of a horse who can go up and down but i think he's set to peak here 1400 meters last start just put a pen through it he had no luck at all um, that was over 1400 meters behind Scalopini. The race rated pretty well. Um, now steps up to 1600 meters, and this is his mo: 1600 meters. Gets Blake Shen on board, and mm. here's the other result in the race for me. Yeah, the sectionals are nice behind Scalopini. He was unlucky there. It was yeah. very nice sectionals. Jeez, I'm finding it very hard to split these two. <laughs> Which one's got more ticker? <laughs> They've both got enormous ticker. <laughs> <laughs> very hard for me to split mm. I don't know You can. I can make a strong case for either of them I haven't decided who I'm going to back yet I love mm. Tuvalu taking the blinkers off it's got way too fierce getting out to the mile is super for him probably got to lean to him just over Gentleman Roy because he's at that little setback um, and maybe obviously it's a group two they're going to want to win but do they slightly just take the foot off the till and if they don't win, it's not the be-all and end-all knowing that he's got a spot in three weeks' time. It's not like he has to win and get in, which they may have thought has been the case. So I've got a slight leaning to Tuvalu. I'd be very surprised if anything outside of those two wins. Pounding's mm. been as up for, up as long as Mutamek, albeit he's actually winning. But uh, he's got to be closer to his next loss before his next win. Don't know about Uncle Bryn. And uh, the interesting runner is Bear Story. Mm. An import for Clinton McDonald's. Uh, heard him on the radio saying this is his first ever import and he thinks he's going okay, but... It's uh, a cast draw, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it is. But, but he's, he's the unknown in the race. Mm. I don't imagine that he would win does. first up. Hopefully he does run well but yeah it'd be interesting yeah. but yeah I've got a slight lean to Tuvalu over Gentleman Roy but I want to try and make both results throughout the day yeah mm. alright the get out stakes is race 9 benchmark 90 over 1200 here meters. we go this is my horse, shine a horse that got us out of jail last um, no two weeks ago but it wasn't the last was Dejumbuck he's $3.20 favourite from Life Lessons 460 Pinstripe $8 It's Our Time $8 Kentucky Casanova eight fifty and Cardinal Gem thirteen. Nico, we'll let you go first since you're so keen. I've got an absolute stunning bet here. One <laughs> of the better bets of the day. Lots of ticker. Down to number eight. Yuggies. Fluorescent star. Mm. This horse uh, ran very well last start without seeing daylight or an inch of luck in the nine five five, only beaten a length and a half by unflinching should have arguably gone close to winning never saw daylight it improved second up this horse goes best two wins from three goes and a, and a second the massive tick for this horse is the jockey change this horse has had Dean Holland on him 12 times for four wins and seven placings only missing a placing once um, he likes the Flemington straight I like the step up to 1200 metres two starts back at Flemington, he ran a length of serious suspect. Um, so he's, yeah, 
that's good enough form. That was in a listed race. This is a, only a benchmark 90. Um, as long as he gets a nice cushy run in, in transit, I'd, I'd prefer drawing out, not in up the straight, but I'm not too worried. Um, I think he's a phenomenal bet. At fourteen or fifteen dollars and four dollars, um, you can find back in his form guide. He's got a four dollar SPV Nicolini Vito. Nicolini Vito since being Group Two placed. Doesn't really matter what it is if it wins, but I think it's yeah. A mare. She's she's a mare, but um yeah, I think she's a very good, very good chance. She goes best second up and she drops three and a half kilos. Gets a jockey on her that knows her best, arguably. Um, and I think she's a very good bet. Nico, so, I've, I've got I've got two things to say to that. Yeah. First of all, is it hasn't won since twenty twenty one, so I I would argue that it has no ticker. <laughs> and second okay, of all, been racing in better races than this. Oh, and second of all, it's nine five five to twelve hundred meters. So, what do you think of that? I'm not worried. Had to have a kickoff point. She didn't have a run at, over the nine five five. Go back and watch the replay, bot. <laughs> didn't see daylight. It's like a paid paid track gallop. She yeah, does always improve second up. The second up, yeah. she goes yeah. super second up, and she's missed a place once. With yeah, Dutchie but it's nine five five, nine five five. She's to fucking fifteen dollars. What? She's not four. <laughs> she's not three dollar favorite. She's fifteen dollars and four dollars a place. Phenomenal bet. Can't knock uh, it. Can't knock it. I'm a absolutely scared. Chance. Absolutely scared of life lessons. Like she's a proper horse, but twelve hundred meters was my query. The jumbuck flying, but it only gets harder for him going up in grade. Pinstripe is a class horse of the field, obviously, because he's the number one saddle cough. But he's got to carry a lump of weight, and he's first up over 1,200 metres. Yep, fair. I've got two it's bets. a phenomenal here. bet for Lessons <laughs> Star. Just get on, Bob. <laughs> I've got two bets here. The first of those is the top weight pinstripe. Um, this is a horse that I've stuck up for a lot of times when I saw him in nominations I know he's got the big weight I thought I kind of thought he'd go up $5, $6 but he went up $10 so I snapped that up um, this horse has elite closing speed I think down the straight will suit him um, Celine Gorge is actually going quite well so she takes 3 kilos off I don't think that's a negative Barrier 9 is probably the perfect gate for him down the, the straight uh, 1200 metres is definitely short of his best but he is a winner over 1200 metres before um, and his last two first up runs have been really good. He won at Mooney Valley about a year ago in the Vobus Gold Carrot, chasing down the leader. And then he won the Sofitel um, at Flemington first up last preparation. So I think he's a good bet at around the nearly double figure mark. And I'll be waiting for a drift, but I do think number seven, Dijon Buck, is a deserved favourite. This horse just keeps stepping up, keeps rising through the grades. His ratings have been decent fast run races i don't think he's going to get a fast run race here but i do think he maps really well and shin will just sit off the leader and he'll look the winner at some stage i think we'll get better than three dollars thirty i wanted to take on life lessons um if you go back and watch this horse's last jump out it was very ordinary around around some other horses that are pretty ordinary in themselves so it was under hard riding i was a little bit cautious about that i know it's only a jump out but yeah that was Alarm bells ringing for mine. Yeah, um, I actually agree with Nico. Um, for Lurison Star, I, I, I half had a 
No, no. Oh, you want to no take? You want to have a no fucking drive-by? <laughs> fucking listen to me. I'm, I'm not, I'm not backing it. But, I, but I, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I would have backed it if it wasn't nine five five for twelve hundred meters. That's just a little bit sticky for me. But um, um, but yeah, I think fluorescence I can definitely win. And I've actually got a bit short of the market, but I, I probably won't be backing it. The horse I'm backing is um, Kentucky Casanova. Um, the leader. Yeah, I think he gets a relatively uncontested lead and has a sharp turn of foot. Um, strong SPs versus the fave uh, favorite first up off a 320-day break, and, and he's obviously improved since. And I think he should be a lot closer to to favorite than than what he is. I think he's nine dollars. I thought he should be second favorite. Um, Dijon Buck looks uh, a little a little short for me. Um, he's clearly a deserving favorite, but. Um, I think he, he prefers fast run races and a space between runs. Like he's had 28, I think, uh, 24 and 35 days between runs in both of his peak peak runs, his prep, and um, he's off 12 days now. So I thought that was a negative for him. Um, but yeah, Life Lessons is obviously just about the best horse. Oh, no, that's not true. But um, second best horse in this race um, with the SP to nugget, but um, 1,200 just off not that long. How long is it? How many days? I don't remember. Two months, 60 days, something like that. Yeah, 60 days, something like that. And, and then Pinstripe's probably the best horse in the race, but um, I couldn't back it over 1,200 metres. So, right. yeah, I'm backing Kentucky Casanova to get a soft lead and kick. Sweet. Couple couple there for your punters. Favorite Nico, Nico, Nico. Wait, hold on. Nico, don't you have a mate that, that owns Kentucky Casanova? Didn't you get, like, stood up one time? They're not mates yeah. anymore. Oh, <laughs> Oh, used to do work for their family, but oh, right. no, okay. they didn't. They didn't message me back after oh, I messaged right. first up. So, yeah. pull its tail. Yeah. Once, Fuck once him. the sword has been put through you by Nico, it stays there forever. It's gone. You're, <laughs> You're gone. gone. You are. How fucking hard is it to respond to a text message? <laughs> Full credit to you, honest. Honestly, oh, that's a great Sick. way to wrap up HQ. Let's go to Sydney HQ. Yeah, let's get to the let's get to the important stuff. <laughs> Shut up. Um, we'll go straight to race two. It is the Todman Stakes. It's for the the two year old Colts and Geldings. Red Resistance is unbeaten for Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot is a dollar seventy favorite from Cylinder. Three dollars twenty. Cafe Millennium was a huge winner on debut. Empire of Japan. What's happened to him? Twelve dollars and then. Militarize twenty three dollars. Nico, I'll let you go first here because I reckon you're seeing blue. Blue, blue, blue. Cylinder mm. time, baby. This, this a dr- driver tip. This is a Nico tip, not the, <laughs> not the driver. Did the driver um, tip it to you as well? No, uh, no mention from the driver. James oh. was bullish about it though today. Oh. Well, that oh, means there, the driver there, must be bullish too. What? Since when do you know everything? I've got no idea. I'm just making sure. Keep Tell going. us the reasons why. Um, so the massive advantage for Cylinder here, not only is he second up and he ran well first up, but he's in his second racing preparation against the only other horses in the field that matter um, are in their first <laughs> racing preparation. So, um, yeah, I've, there's a massive tick there being in his second preparation. He ran some of the best splits of the day last start. And the massive thing is he gets J-Mac uh, on Saturday. The form has stood up 
very well with Little Bros coming out winning the Diamond last week and he beat him a length at Caulfield with two broken teeth and a broken jaw. So full credit to Cylinder for not throwing the toys out of the cot and still wanting to try when all that's Mm. happened. Uh, You can tie the form in well enough. Cylinder beat King's Gambit by length and a half last start. Red Resistance has beaten King's Gambit by about a length. So I don't think there's much between them. Um, personally, I want to be against Red Resistance. Um, she's done everything well so far. She won a nice trial in between runs, but um, I think Cylinder's proper. And I might be talking through my kick, but I think Cylinder beats Red Resistance Saturday. Kind of hoping learning to fly fails. And Cylinder just boots his way into what favoritism. Price you got? What price you got in the slipper? $67. Wow. That's nice. In the $9, so... Pray. That is that is a driver tip, Bot. So full credit to the driver for that for that sort of uh, <laughs> full content. Credit. Full credit. I'm going to build a statue in my room for the Complete driver. Complete Complete credit. Stat, yeah. That's statue sort of shit if Cylinder gets up to <laughs> the slipper. Yeah. And the best thing is with all these two-year-olds going... Every which way, failing left and right. Hopefully, Cylinder doesn't go that way. But what if he does? What are you going to do? Uh, well, full credit. I got sixty-seven dollars. <laughs> I eat SP. He's a two-year-old at the end of the day. Anything can happen. But mm. with all these two-year-olds going left, right, and center, there's a massive chance that J Max sticks with this horse if he wins or runs well on mm. Saturday. So that's obviously a massive tick because he's not going to be anywhere near the price I've got him for come Slipper Day. So yeah. That's, uh, I am singing from the I'm singing from the same hymn book actually. I Oof. thought, look, I didn't back Cylinder last start. I was with King's Gambit, and I didn't actually back him last start either. I was just cheering for my bet. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, Cylinder is better than I probably first gave him credit for. I was, I was heavily with him on debut, and it hurt because I was watching the race, and you know who was sitting right behind me, Ben and JD Hayes. So I've oh, launched geez. Cylinder. And oh, little second bros is, start, you mean? Yeah, sorry, second start. Little Bros has come screaming home down the outside. Cylinder's been a bit unlucky, and they're going nuts, and I've just done my absolute tremendous vase. Yeah, I had, a, I, had, I had a big bet on it that day actually, <laughs> at Caulfield. Um, I was Nico on the way stated. to Caulfield, and I was trying to control myself on the train there. Yeah, he looked like an absolute beast in the yard. He looked like a moral, but yeah, it was a bit unlucky. Apparently, he broke his jaw. I don't think that can help. Um, little Bros <laughs> has ended up I wouldn't winning. imagine. <laughs> Little Bros ended up winning the Blue Diamond, so the form is stacked up there. And then last start, he's beaten two well above average two-year-olds. Platinum Jubilee led. He chased it down. Platinum Jubilee, we know, ran second in the Magic Millions Classic. Um, and then third there was um, King's Gambit. King's Gambit, you can what tie that form in Grace. through Red Resistance. I thought King's Gambit ran better last start than he did first up. And the margin between it and red resistance and it and cylinder was similar. So that's why I just think he's a little bit of value at better than $3. Um, red resistance, I don't have any knocks on her. She's going to get the lead here. But it's a two-horse cylinder, race. I think cylinder is the bet just at the prices. I thought, I, I'm looking at the... Um, just the, What are you telling me? What's the computer saying, bot? <laughs> I, I didn't think there should be much between them. If not, cylinder Beautiful. should be favourite. Beautiful. That's what we're well. Mean. That's technically what the form guide's saying. 
Mate, it's a dollar seventy-five versus three dollars. That's I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Shut up. <laughs> no, but I'm saying the the form guy. If you actually break down the margins, <laughs> Cylinder <laughs> has beaten King's Gambit by a further distance than Red Resistance has beat King's Gambit. So, oh, the eyes guys versus the ratings guys going at it live on yeah, the previous well, podcast. Well, we're anyway, full credit to me when I'm on the slipper favorite at sixty-seven dollars after yeah, Saturday. I'm not. So I'm a bit sick about that. Anyway, let's move on. Race three, we're not tipping, but learning to fly looks pretty hard to beat, I would imagine. Hopefully she gets beat. <laughs> Nico's pulling on it. Well, a little stat for the punters out there that haven't tuned into SEN track, the weekend preview today. Nine of the last 11 slipper winners have either won the Todman or the Riesling. Yeah, mm. that's, that's huge. This is the lead up. Yeah, big chance the favourite will come out of whatever wins this race. All right, let's go to race four then. It is the Ramwick City Stakes over 2,000 metres. Um, Solcom is the favourite narrowly from Sacramento, $3.40 and 360. But I think the Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott train runner is one of the better bets of the day at Ramwick. Um, this horse was really good first up over 1,600 metres. Just got left flat-footed. But if you watch the final 200 metres... Solcom gets up to it and then it starts kicking back and is much stronger through the line. It's had a run since, ran over 1,900 metres at Rose Hill um, and went really well. I think it's set to peak third up, 2,000 metres, um, coming off slowly run races and now it's go time. Um, I would have loved Tim Clark on, but Reggie Bayless can send this thing straight to the front and I think it'll be really hard to, to run down. Um, some of its figures over this 2,000 metre trip um, once it's been fit, we know gay bot horses, once they do get fit, once they find the lead, they're very hard to get past. I think Solcom could still be uh, a runaway. We saw over 1,600 metres, he was, he was way too short. He was a big drifter in the market. Um, he needs further. He's had a trial in between runs over 1,200, and it was just. But I think Sacramento should be the clear favourite here. I'd mark him $2.90, $3. I think he'll rock it straight to the front, and I reckon he'll win. I don't mind that. Yeah, Love I agree it. with that. Huge. What's what's the stats again? Gay gay bot at the moment. That's um, all you need. Hold on, two seconds. Uh, gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bot since February eighteenth at thirteen from thirty three, at thirty nine percent strike rate and forty four percent profit on turnover. Bet up punters. You know it's good when bots having a bet in Sydney. The I'm not having up. a bet in Sydney. But yeah, I'm agreeing with you. You have this weekend. <laughs> what have I backed? Oh, well, no, I have, get yeah. to it no. a little bit later. No, I have, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. Nico, you're all in the greens. Yeah, I've had a bet with you. Yeah. You had to come with. Yeah. All right, race five. It is the Fireball Stakes over 1,100 metres. Economics is a $2.50 favourite from uh, Dashing Legend, 7, Willinga Beast, 9.50, Zuccarino, 10, and Troach, 10. And you got Kote at 12 as well. They should be betting at $2.50 if economics gets in the gates. <laughs> Why? Why is that? He's been scratched the last two times at the gates. Why? He's pissed up? up like a fucking idiot. Uh, okay. He's a proper nut job. Gets J-Mac, but... Oh, that's right. I backed him that one day and he got scratched at the gates. You need to find out. Just If you're going to back economics punters, just watch. And I mean watch the yard. <laughs> and when he gets to the gates like seriously don't have a bet until he's like 30 seconds before and if he's actually going to go in the gates 
because he sweats up really badly and just can run his race before the race even happens half the time. So if you like him, he's a good winning chance, but just wait and just watch him because he loves to melt. I reckon he's the winner if, if everything goes to plan in terms of... If he gets in the gates, gets to the gates there's every um, chance. Fresh record's outstanding. Um, 1,100 metres is a perfect kickoff point. He's drawn out in 11, but I don't think there's that much speed like I reckon he'll be able to come across and just sit OSL and <clears throat> he's a pretty good horse he ran 6th in a Coolmore um, behind okay. in secret and co so clearly yeah. best horse in race right yeah. Bot's so shocked because he's never seen the Sydney form god <laughs> mm. alright yeah. let's go to race 6 there's got to be some opinions here because it is the group 2 challenge oh, stakes I had a look at this race can you just yeah. let me finish Can we just read the market, the market just, out? Just, just yeah. shut up for a sec. Give you a kick. He's two dollars forty favorite. The Everest winner. Remark is four sixty. Eduardo five dollars. Passive aggressive eight dollars. And I've skipped Paul Ailey, who is six fifty. You had a look at this spot. Me? Oh, yeah, well, go. Okay. No, no, you go first, Nick. You you have an opinion. No, I want to. You're so excited. You've actually spent some time on this race, and you never look at Sydney for. Oh, so I, I spent. You the, I spent five minutes, but I, but I had a look five at it. Five minutes more than you usually spend, so go ahead. <laughs> how How is Eduardo not favourite? <laughs> what the fuck? That's a great question, and the punters are going to be like, he's Nico Sane talking right now. And I think Eduardo's a fantastic bet in this race. Well, what? I never thought I'd say it. Eduardo's actually been a good horse to me, despite the hate for the half. Despite, no, when I've actually backed Eduardo, I've backed Eduardo once, and I've filled my boots the day that they backed Andamat to beat him. last prep. Oh, yeah. I've only backed Eduardo once in, in his whole career, and he pissed him. Mm. He's a phenomenal bet here, and he should be favourite. I cannot understand how he is $5.50. <laughs> Well, he's he should be favourite. He's coming off a couple poor runs in the spring. I understand that, but... But over... The last time he was over a thousand meters, he's won. He's only fails the last three or four times that he hasn't been any good. Is eleven or twelve hundred or thirteen hundred meters? Yeah, you've got to take you look the at his, You look at his out and out a thousand meter form. It's like it's outstanding. He's four wins from six goes. Unbeaten three out of three at the Randwick thousand meters. Two of those he's beaten Nature Strip. The other one. Um, was that day where he bolted in and they backed Andermatt on the heavy track. He's won 50% of his races first up. His trials have just been normal trials for him. I went back and watched his, his trials from other preparations just to see if they were the same, and they looked pretty much the same to me. Fast horses are hard to get a gauge on because they always trial good. Yeah, exactly. You never notice. You never know if Nature Ship trials shit out because yeah. he, he always wins. Well, it's not like he's it's not like he's two dollars <coughs> here. If he was two dollars, then I'd be like, mm, maybe he's. Like, maybe you don't want to have a bet. He could be gone. He should be $3 still, favorite. He still could be gone, but he's going to find the front here from barrier eight. Nash is just going to... He only knows one way, so he's just going to take him straight to the front, and we'll know early in the straight if he's still got a bit of life left in him, the nine-year-old. Um, so I'm backing him, and I'm also backing Remark. I know this horse hasn't been raiding anything big, and he's still got to take that leap up, but he has returned, gelded this preparation. His first up win was excellent it was he had to carry the 62 kilos yes How he's stepping up shorter than eduardo yes is he so is stepping up in grade but um yeah the the sectionals he reeled off last start um 
13 no yeah sorry 13.8 lengths above the all benchmark overall figure um i think yeah $4.60 is probably a little bit short eduardo is the better better value of those two but i was happy to back them both you can get $2.50 plus if you back them both um and i'm taking on gear kick i'm having four bets in the race <laughs> i'm backing both of the two that you've already said and I'm just having two little savers on two horses that are like that owe me nothing. I got I got eight dollars per lady earlier today. Uh, I'm the first one to agree that a thousand meters is not his best trip, but the form guy doesn't lie. He's two from two, Randwick a thousand, and he's three from four fresh for a horse that is one of mine. And doesn't owe me anything. God bless the driver. $14. Winner bottom stakes. Oh my goodness. He just had to go out and see the emus and the kangaroos like Special K did. He's reinvigorated. <laughs> no, Maybe they should take Munamek on a plane. Get him to go see the emus and the, <laughs> and the kangaroos. Maybe that might spark him up. <laughs> anyway, we're getting off track here. But yeah, back Pulele at $8. Purely is just a saver. I'd be sick if he won. Um... And passive-aggressive. I was a lot keener pre-barrier draw until she's drawn nine of nine. She's going to have her work cut out for her from there, but I think she'll just come across with Eduardo, hopefully. She'll be in the top t- top four, I reckon. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a kick-off point for her, and I think she goes better with a bit of cut in the track, but she's another horse that I've backed pretty much every start of her career. Um, she's one of my favourites and yeah um, I don't know where she's going to go I'm tipping they probably go to a Galaxy maybe with her um, I hope they don't go to a TJ that might be proper proper hard especially if she's going to be facing the luck of In Secret Nature Stripping Co but she might get a wet track and who knows but I don't think she can beat them just yet but yeah $10 is crazy price for her I've had a good crack I haven't had a good crack, but I've had a crack at the... I took $9, the double. I took Remark in the Animo Randvert, Eduardo in the Animo Randvert for $9. Uh, I thought that was a pretty good bet. I'm probably going to have another, another bet, Eduardo, I reckon. Get yeah. down to a silly price. Look, we haven't mentioned like, the favourite much here. Gear kick oh, is 2 40 favourite. It doesn't deserve any recognition. <laughs> it, it did win an Everest, but... I was listening to, to the Racing and Sports podcast and they said that that figure is the only rating it's actually put down that would have it winning this race. So Matt, you can just ask me. He got blessed. It's true. To, he got <laughs> blessed to win an Everest. Let's be real. No, he didn't. He won an Everest. He did so get you blessed. You don't no, fluke winning an it was, Everest. It was, it was a good win. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see. When he shits a bed on Saturday, the questions will be asked. A lot of people out there, shout out to Stuba. I'm going to have a crack here. Because <laughs> he should have won the champion sprint. He didn't take no. the fucking gap. Simple as that. The gap was there and he didn't take it. There was no hard luck stories. He could have won if he if he wanted to. Yeah, I don't and agree he didn't. with that. You don't agree with he didn't no, take I don't, the gap? No, I don't agree you... that he... No, yeah, I don't agree with... I agree with you. I don't think he would have won the, the champion sprint. No. He would not Not enough ticker to take the gap. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it's, there's nowhere to hide here. Everyone knows... Uh, my hatred for this horse and I honestly don't think he's that good to be honest so full credit if he comes out and wins but 
I'll be taking him on. I hope he gets smashed in the market because if he gets around that even money mark, Nico will be going back to the fair, brothers. <laughs> so watch this space. Watch the Instagram stories. Please, if you like Giga Squib, smack him because I'll lay him. This, this hatred all started when Giga Kick beat Nico's best bet, Alpha One, back at Caulfield about a year ago. <laughs> And yeah, he still I, shouldn't have beaten Alpha 1 that day. I, I'm still dirty. Him. No, he didn't. No, what are you no, talking he about? He went right square. past him. Dirty. He won dirty. fair and square. Dirty. Dirty. I backed him. Who'd you back? Giga Kick? Yeah. That's yeah, a real full credit. Full credit to your champion. Thanks, man. All right. Let's go to race seven. There's something we can all agree on here. It is the first oh. of two Group 1s in Randwick. 1,300 metre Group 1 Canterbury Stakes. Imperatrice has been absolutely smacked into a ninety favourite. I think she might have opened $2.80 on the fixed odds, maybe even $3 from Golden Mile, six fifty. Artorias gets Zach Purton. Will that give him the the strength he needs to find a victory? He's $7. Uh, Electric Girl, eight fifty. Lombardo, 12 Cascadian, $15. What price we got, boys? Um, was it $13? $13. Was it I've, got, I've got 11s. I've got 11s. Maybe I got 11, I can't remember. I think you got 13s on 360. No, it, yeah, it was, was it was 11. It was there for like no, a 13, 13, I mean. How many units do you have on bot? Oh, I just chucked 30 on it. Just a one unit play for the bot. It's silly. Mm. Nothing silly. Mm. Just chucked a small bet. Some bet. This. It's a great bet. This is all time. Let's give us the don't, reasons. Don't listen to Mick Kieran because he's pouring water on her. Really? Oh, he just thinks she's short. He doesn't think that she deserves to be sub yeah, three dollars. Because there's he, been a lot of good horses that have come. He put the tweet out and he didn't back it. <laughs> I saw on his post today. Because I he reckons um he reckons that like there's there's some good sprinters in Australia and none of them would start the price that she is at the moment. So he thinks she he couldn't tell anyone to back her sub three dollars. And then he tried to like half pour cold water on J Mac on New Zealand horses. In group ones, and I'm like, oh, give me a spell, Mick. There was another Tiak. What was the Tiak horse that J Mac rode? Uh, it might have been last year. One at Kembla. Maybe maybe it was a couple of years ago now. And he rode that an absolute peach. Will tell us the actual reason why this horse is a dollar ninety. The GDX figure was oh, what? Oh, he ran hundred and seven point five. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, that, that's well, bigger it, it than... was the highest rating ever in New Zealand. I don't know about that, but. In re- recent Le- history, Le- anyway, Be- better than what anything Melody Bell ever did, or even Tiaka Shark, and and he started pretty short in a Cox Plate, so like it's a genuine like, um, like it's pretty much the same number Bella Nipotina ran in the um the Moya, the Manicata. She runs, she runs either of the two figures pre that peak, the one hundred one point nine or the one hundred one point five. That is going to be good enough to win here. Yeah, mm, she's she's yeah, my maybe. she's my best bet of the day. I reckon um, she'll just win. Don't overcomplicate it. She's won eight of her nine starts, and she's won her last six on dry decks by an aggregate margin of sixteen lengths, courtesy of David Gately, the goat. Those statistics. Um, she absolutely smacked Levante and La Creek last start. Um, they went and quinelled the Group One last week, and I think she can sit in the first couple here from Barrier Seven. And I think she'll just monster them with her turn of foot. Golden Mile has been a big drifter. Um, apparently, James McDonald, uh, sorry, James Cummings, openly admitted on radio this morning that this horse has got a, gotten away from him a little bit. 
Uh, Artorius, I can see he, he could be a danger if he finds his best, but he'll go back from barrier eight, and he, we know he needs everything to go his way. Cascadian is the class, the other class horse in the race. 1,300 metres is probably a little bit short of his best, but $15 is probably a little bit big. But yeah, I'm all about Imperatries. You're gonna be, there's going to be a few alarm bells ringing for me. Well, there is. At Nico HQ, Profondo <laughs> trialled like winks. And he came out and just proved everyone. Me, me, I knew that I was right. Um, <laughs> he's a cat. He, he's a proper pretender, old Profondo. Uh, yeah, Arturis wasn't super in behind him, I didn't think. So, yeah. If you're back in Arturis, you're pretty sick in there. I don't know what else you're going to say. He just doesn't help himself. Like, he just doesn't win. It's proven. Hmm. Mm. He's he He's won one big race, and he'll never win another one. Golden Mile is short. I just looked at the market. He's six dollars. That's that's way too short. He opened four sixty. Yeah, that, that's true. He's going to continue to drift. Uh, he he'll start double figures surely. Only only positive for him is he's got Nash. So if he's not completely gone, Nash will try and ride it. He's he's, he's like even if he's not gone, he's he's just never been that good. He's just, he, he's just, he was just blessed, not that good. He was blessed to win a guineas, and the the whole idea of taking him back to 1,300 metres. Weird. There's some proper tail to this race. This is a very weak group one. But if you're not on Imperatures yet, I don't think she's going to get much shorter than the Dainani. Like I, th- I reckon you'll still no. get black figures on the day because they will end up specking. You, yeah, not they'll spec Imperi- Artorias. They'll spec Cascadian. They'll spec Electric Girl, like... If you're you'll not get, on Imperatriz, you're only trying to get her beat because you're not on yeah. at the succulent odds. I agree <laughs> with that. All right, That's the only reason you're trying to get her beat. The Randwick Guineas, 1,600 metre, group one, set weights again. Aft Cabin is the $2.70 favourite. Osipenko, 460. Zoo Tiger, 650. Machalade, 950. Attrition, $11. That horse will be coming out and running in uh, at Flemington, obviously. Uh, I'll quickly kick off here. I think Aft Cabin was just a complete forgive run last start. Look, he was he was weak late. He faded, but he had every right to. Outside leader, three wide on the speed is just probably the worst position you can get into in racing. Um, his SPs before that and in that race, what did he SP there? $1.60. First up, he was $2.30. Everyone said he was pretty much a moral to win the Caulfield Guineas over 1,600 metres last preparation when Golden Mile, the stablemate, came and won. And now the narrative changed all of a sudden that he's not going to run 1,600 metres. I don't know where that's come from, but look, he's drawn out in 10, so J-Mac will have to make a decision here. I think he'll just come out neutral and try and find a, a position, but he has tactical speed. Um, he's not going to do what Tim Clark did last start. And yeah, this horse got out to $5.00 after he lost last start and we said thank you very much he's now into $2.70 favourite I think he's the best horse in the race um, Osipenko is probably the danger but he had the absolute gun run last start had the PR does he not get the PR again though? yeah maybe he does but I think Alf Cabin's a two length better horse than him so mm, I, mean, I don't know about that Osipenko is really good pretty good he was really good in the Caulfield Guineas. He was running the race. He got back and he absolutely charged through the line. I'll probably save the two, three exactly. I think they're the only two chances in the race. Machilato was pretty good from well back last start. Um, 
but yeah, I'm pretty happy with the ticket I've got in half cabin, and I'm not not going to shy away from it now. Gets J Mac back aboard, 1600 meters. Not worried about that. SPs, just trust the SP. Um, Zoo Tiger, I had a real query on him running out of strong 16. Dead set blessing him being slaughtered last start now. Gets J Mac, gets a price. Super. There's no negatives here. He'll blend in from 10. He's got gate speed. He's going to peel out at the top of the straight and he's going to smack him. Responsibly, <laughs> till it hurts, punters. <laughs> go and have a piece. I'm contemplating going again. I've got a piece of $5 and he's the last leg of an $80 multi. So, I've got some real decisions to make. But I have not been so confident in a horse as turning up and winning for a long, long time as I do of this horse on Saturday. A wise man, a wise man told me Few weeks ago, when the market forgets, don't you forget. <laughs> There's the SEN quote for your opponents. The dollar one salutes. Quote the driver. Best bet it. of the day from Nico and the driver. Wow, we huge. What right. about matcha latte? If you it want a latte, just start. go to the coffee shop. What? <laughs> I prefer a magic. <laughs> it was good last up. It's it's only. Second up, um, it might have just been made to look better than it actually was last start. I'm not sure. I've got no queries on it running at 1600 meters, and I'd have it third pick. Maybe yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm half worried about Af Cabin at 1600 meters. A little, just off last start, like they went. They didn't go. They didn't go fast. Why? Why are you worried? He was. He it's was the moral of all morals in the Caulfield Guineas. Why has? Why has everyone got to? Think that he won't run a mile now because he was absolutely slaughtered last start. What's in, what's with people's know. heads? I don't know. He wasn't. He wasn't exactly. I don't know. He they they didn't go fast and he. Are you um, betting or not? Of course, I'm not betting. Don't cloud anyone's judgment. Do zip it. He's just talking jargon now. Sorry, punters. Serious. Yeah. It's just a shocking spot to be in. Even if it is a slow tempo, three wide outside the lead. I just. Ah, oh, who cares? Oh. Slaughtered by a cowboy. Oh. Let's move on. So he's proper jockey say, back on. He'll be fine. Bet until on. it hurts responsibly. Race nine. One eight hundred eight five eight. Boston. Shut up. Aspirin quality over sixteen hundred meters. It's a group three for the Phillies and mares. Roots. We all love one. We can't always get one. Two dollars twenty favorite from Banana Queen for forty. Philosopher eight dollars. Cliffs Art nine fifty. Bellatrix Black, $13. I think Roots just has to get a run here and she'll be winning. Um, her first up run over, what was it, over 1,300 metres was really good. Stepping up to the mile, this is her best distance. Um, J-Mac, so, yeah, the market, the market's found her, but she goes Abdullah to J-Mac. That's a huge jockey switch in anyone's book. Barrier 2, hopefully she can just find a spot forward of midfield um, but yeah she, she ran the fastest last 600 of the race last start the overall figure was nearly 10 lengths above um, they went on an even gallop so she should take plenty of fitness um, benefit from that and she's just the best horse in this race so I'm happy to back her happy to take the 220 what about Banana Queen what about what is, it what is this horse it look, doesn't look too bad on the numbers I'm looking at She's coming out of benchmark races. 
Oh, Where has she been running? Like, I don't know. She's I, been winning 78s. She's up and running. She won a um, 64 by a length at Bow Desert or somewhere. Hmm. Uh, she won a 72 by 0.2 of a length at Warwick Farm. She won a 78 by just under two lengths. And then she was just pipped last start in a benchmark 78. Have a listen to these Got stats. Got to start somewhere. Have a listen to these stats. Roots bonus. is a proper horse. This horse comes from benchmark 78 against Roots who's, Roots, who's a proper group class mare. Give me a spell. There are four jockeys in this race, four apprentices who, who have got key rides. Tyler Schiller, Reese Jones, um, Zach Lloyd. Um, who was the other one? Reese Jones, Zach Lloyd. Jones, Gibbons, Lloyd, and uh, Sherry. Tom Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. He's the other one. They can't actually claim in group races. So I know they're really, really good jockeys and they're probably better than apprentice level, but it just goes to show, I think the Melbourne jockey ranks are stronger than Sydney right now. And there's a lot of Sydney jockeys that are out, like Tommy Berry and there's a couple others. Huey. Um, Huey. And there's just a couple others that are out of form. You would never see four apprentices riding in group races when they can't claim. And they've got Willow there on Saturday too. That makes the jockey ranks look stronger than what they are. Yeah, he's on the third favourite philosopher. So that's just an interesting... Full credit start. to Tyler Schiller and Zach Lloyd. They're like second and third on the jo- on the jockey premiership. Well, yeah, they are going good, but they're still yeah. apprentices at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You just don't often see it in these group races, oh. like apprentices getting a ride when they can't climb. Why does Reggie not get more rides? Oh. I think he's a good jock. And why has Pert not got a ride in that race? What's wrong with him? <laughs> Maybe pre Seriously. Anyway. They've known he's coming for weeks. Mm. Perfect segue. Probably one of them could have thrown him a bone. Speak of Reggie. Perfect segue into the last 1,200 metre group three. Um, we own a girl quality. And I think Sky Command can be winning the last year. She's $3.40 favourite. She's been a good horse to me in the past I think she finds the front easily here from barrier five. Um, her stats at Ramwick are really, really good. She's just such a consistent mare. Last start, last preparation, she went win, third, second, win. Um, hoping she's up to the mark fitness-wise, but I don't think it really matters if she goes fast, if she goes slow. It doesn't matter if it's a good track, wet track. She's just a really, really good mare, um, and she maps to get complete control here. So... I'm pretty happy to be on her. $3.40, fair enough price. She might drift out a little bit from that, but yeah, I thought she was a great way to end the day. Can we just, can we just clarify two of the absolute misses in this race? Fair enough, passive-aggressive wants to kick off at 1,000 metres. She was a chance to go to this race. Hmm. First up, 1,200 probably might have been a touch, touch far. But why has Argentia scratched from this race? She's drawn Barrier 2. She's added J-Mac. And what's this race? Group 3? Yeah, Group 3. She would have had a Group 3 win to her name. Instead, she's going to be a $41 chance in a Group 1 and run out the back. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't have backed her in this race anyway because she's chinky, but... What on earth are they thinking? I guess they've already won the group. They've already won a group two or a group three 
with her. So yeah, but still. just trying to get that group one. She's not going to win the group one. <laughs> group three wins. You're going to look better than a second last group one, isn't it? Yeah, no, I fully agree. All right, that's Randwick and Flemington wrapped up. What do we got? Um, I've got just the one in New Zealand, and I'll just touch on a couple of Chartin. Do you want to kick off in New Zealand, Nico? Yeah, there's two horses that I've played the multi. You can get $2.20-odd, I think. Race three, Babylon Berlin. Um, this horse, uh, her win record probably should be a little bit better. She's been running into the likes of Levante and Imperatrez her last few. So she's been a bit of a bridesmaid of late, but... Uh, she will just be winning on Saturday before she comes over to tackle the Group 1 William Reed at the Valley. $2.75. Oh, there you go. Mm. Uh, it might have been pre-boost or something. Anyway. Uh, sharp and Smart in Race 8, which I think that's the horse you're about to touch on. Um, yep. He's coming over for the ATC derby after that, but I'll let you touch on him. So this horse was absolutely slaughtered last start, Sharp and Smart, and it still found a way to win. It covered ground. Um, I think the jockey, Ryan Elliott, will admit that it wasn't his best ride, but it was still tenacious enough to get the job done. First up over the mile, it ran into a heavy 15 and just plotted away. It still ran second. It still ran well, but I just wouldn't really look at that performance. Uh, it goes 1,600, 2,000, and now it goes up to 2,400. And the main danger has been scratched prowess um, she's a nice staying filly but uh, i think she might be going to another race or something but she was meant to run in this race and she would have been the one and only danger but sharp and smart draws barrier four now he'll sit up near the speed and he'll just be too good he ran second in uh in the victoria derby to man Zoyce, only just collared late sickening but yeah, his, his form is just panels above this lot. He beat Elliptical in the spring champion prior to that, and he's already proven he can run out this distance. Dry track, soft track, doesn't really matter. We don't want a heavy 15 again like first up, but yeah, anything in that sort of range, he'll be fine. I think a $1.90 is probably value, to be honest. Righto. Anything else Huge. out wide? I've just got no. two I'll quickly touch uh, on my charts in. And Kane will win the Wangaratta Cup on Saturday. Yeah. Oh, they. I don't know that. I'll do no it. No price. Race. I don't uh, know that racing. Yeah, no prices. Yeah, but he will be winning. Beautiful. Chartin race eight is a class two over eighteen hundred meters. Hugh Bowman keeps the ride on running glory. It's got the sixty-one <coughs> again, but this horse was awesome last start. Um, defeating got face for us. Yeah, it was egg on face because we jumped off him. We backed the weight horse and nah, he was too good. Jaws Barrier 3 sticks at his favourite distance of 1,800 metres and he looks hard to beat again. You might get a decent price again given he is the top weight. Uh, and the other horse is the Irishman. A lot of the, a lot of people from... A lot of Aussies would know this horse. He ran second, I think, to Hungry Heart in the Farlap Stakes back a couple of years ago and he's a last start winner. So stepping up to 1,800 metres, that'll be big for him. Uh, he'll be the main closer in the race. I'm hoping they both open prices. That will mean that we can back them both. And then in the last, the get-out stakes, Ching steps up to Class 3 company. Um, he ran last start and he ran well, but he carried the 61 kilos. 
beaten as with a $3.20 SP. His win before that was excellent. He now steps up in grade, but he drops down to 53.5 kilos. So I think that will be telling. Draws barrier six for Lyle Hewitson. So those are the two races I was interested in honkers. Mm. Huge. All right. Best bet, best lay, best value. Back lay and pray time. That's it. Um, backing Kettle Hill, laying so unusual and... Um, Oh, that doesn't count. Um, Uncle Brin, but he's not $10, so I can't do him. Um, I'll do... Oh, did I have one? I don't even know if I have a bet that's over $10 today. What's Saturday? Um, J-Mac will be angry if you haven't. <laughs> Sorry, J-Mac. Um, While you think of it, I'll go. My best bet is Imperatriz. My best value is Sebenyak. Um, so Imperatures I think is race 8 in Rianwick um, Sebenyak I think is race 6 and then my lay is so unusual in the second at Flemington uh, my best bet is Aft Cabin my lay is Red Resistance and Giga Kick there <laughs> you go brother's giving you two lays uh, and my best each way is Fluorescent Star and just a little shout out to my dad He was he was the one who sort of uh, brought the back lay and pray the best bet the That's best value the and yeah he must be cheering the storm um, he was the one who brought uh, the segment up to me because he well, initially he wanted uh, the three of our uh, best bets lays and and roughies and I thought that would be a good idea for a uh, segment so for those out there that care he's Best of the day is economics. His roughy is Malane, and his lay is Kettle Hill. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll just do. I'll just do. Um, Uncle Brin. It's nine dollars. It's close enough. And you're laying so unusual with me. Yeah, yeah. All right, we just got a couple of questions, and then we'll wrap it up. Jay Telfo says, "If if Animo doesn't go to the George Ryder, is Fangirl a good bet in the race at six fifty? Well, he's not going to the George Ryder. He's, yeah, definitely not going to George Ryder. I'd say Fangirl probably is a good bet at 650 if she's going there. It's just a matter of you never know if it's going to be a wet track. She's just She just doesn't go a yard on the wet. Bretta says... Oh, oh sorry. Bretta says, I'll be listening. Be kind, you bastards. <laughs> that is about attrition. Um, hmm. We've got to give attrition a bit more love. I like the horse. He's a he good should horse. have gone to Sydney, but in my humble... You can't you can't tell all the Sydney uh, you can't tell all the owners they got to get on a a flight to Sydney. Well, the Sydney race is easier than the Melbourne race. First time Sydney. Aft Cabin will win by a space. Osipenko will be there. Then, like he's genuinely better than the rest of them. So, like I think he'd be close to a moral ground place. Maybe, but look, know, he could. I, right I think he's a massive him. chance in Melbourne, but there's a there's a lot of horses that are. Very even in Melbourne, and all it's going to take is bad luck. Like, he was a good thing to beat last start. Yeah. You'd hope Jamie Carr going on and a good run in transit, well, he'll not be able to put his best foot forward, but yeah, he's just going to need a touch of luck at a crucial stage, and he didn't get that last time. So, I'm cheering for him. Absolutely cheering for him. Yeah. One thing he's got in his favour is he's a big finisher, so stepping up to 1600 metres looks ideal. Jamie Ray says, is Bear Story overs? Watch the I've, market. 
I've got no idea on that horse. I'd, it's just so hard to say. Internationals very rarely win first up. I, I can't say anything because I, I don't have international don't numbers ratings. until Friday morning. So. Right. Inbox Will Alford on Instagram if you want to find out. Yeah, give me a message. Gavin underscore Jericho says, thoughts on the Kiwi Imperatures. Think she's got what it takes to take on the Aussies. Absolutely. We're pretty keen. Probably rock bottom now, odds on, but yeah, she's got what it takes, I think. She should be winning. Put it this way, Tiakia Shark started $2.50 in a Chipping Norton, absolutely romped in. If she's better than Tiakia Shark, then absolutely she will measure up. Tiakia um, Shark faces stronger field than what she does. Yeah. And the last one, Ryan's the Graham says, SF or MF, who has the better Guineas field? Nico, Melbourne Fields know. Melbourne Fields deeper but probably Sydney's got better horses actually actually Jack and I is probably the best horse but overall so oh I don't know let's say probably let's say they both met on equal equal grounds Jack and I half cabin Jack and I would be favourite oh, I, I would smack Jack and I to be half cabin say they were both in the same race it'd be yeah. it'd be Jack and I what 250 half cabin Three. Uh, no, I reckon. I reckon 20. they'd have aft cabin shorter, just because it's Matt. But um, I'd back, I'd back aft cabin to beat Jackano. I would beat. I would back Jackano. Well, I already, I already saw it. Jackano smashed the shit out of him when they raced. Over twelve hundred. Oh, twelve hundred! <laughs> Give me a fucking spell. <laughs> well, Jackano's a better sixteen hundred meter horse. Then Aft Cabin, I, I would argue. I, I, yeah, I, you I haven't seen Aft Cabin at the mile yet. How do you know he's not just going to come out and win by five? He won't. Let's see. Well, it's okay. You can say whatever you want now, but when he comes out and pisses in, <laughs> full credit to me and the driver and good old and chic. <laughs> All right, let's wrap up there. Yeah. Um, so, podcast multi. Oh, it was Imperatriz. Kettle Hill. Aft Cabin. Uh, into no, you're not, having, you're not having Kettle Hill. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle Bryn then. No, fuck. Just Why can you not make it easy? <laughs> uh, um, Why don't you take Imperatriz and Ben and I'll take something else? Oh, that's... No, that's, I'm not doing that. Oh, oh, no, no, Jack and I. I'll take Jack and I. When we start yeah. tinkering with the podcast, Multi, this is when we lose. Jack and I, Jack and I. Jack and I. Oh, oh beautiful. Three I'll miles. go aft cabin. So we're Jack and I, aft cabin. Imperatriz. Give her strength, punters. That one will win. All right. Bot and I will be at Flemington, so we'll see you out there, punters. Good luck on the punt this week, and we'll see you next week for Super Saturday at Flemington. Pray, 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 punters. See ya.
Yeah.